Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can progress through to the next stage, where we popped into a little balloon and floated across American airspace, only to be shot down by a Hollywood exec desperately seeking their next manuscript. I'm Joel, a man who puts the hot air into hot air balloon, and across from me is John Harris. A man whose phobia of balloons has led him to avoid all children's parties he's been invited to since the birth of his young son, potentially creating a father-child rift that will never be repaired. Hello, John. If you change balloons, I'll change my policy. <laughs> you just don't want them to pop? What is it? Is it the texture? I don't actually have an issue with balloons, but I do know a lot of people who do. I think it's the fear yeah. of popping, right? It's the popping. Yeah. Are they, do the they surprise. have it with the foil ones? Because the foil ones don't pop as much. Do they sort of... Sort of sadly they, sort of fizzle. They get really sad, don't they? They're yeah. so impressive to begin with, but they just fizzle out over time. I prefer like a one use. I mean, it's probably not great for the environment. Blow up, bang, next one, you know? That's a good point. Balloons probably aren't generally good for the environment. Here we go. Important topics yeah. already covered. Damn. Okay, well, look, we'll do our bit, John. We won't buy any balloons for Dream Factory's fifth birthday party coming up soon. I haven't paid... I was away for the weekend with my family and I haven't paid anyone near enough attention to this Chinese balloon that's floated over America. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, John. I've just seen the words Chinese spy balloon and that's what formed the basis of the introduction. I don't know how... If it's serious, it's just... It's it's too playful, I think. A balloon is too to nice. Take too, it's to take too seriously. It's too playful, isn't it? A balloon, and I've always said this, a balloon can't be a genuine threat to national security. What are they going to do next? Send in spy clowns? <laughs> It was a spy balloon animal. <laughs> I'd love it if China's method of sort of um, yeah getting into countries was via circus acts. That, the strong the big top. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Hey, people aren't here for um you know brainstorming the best way that China can threaten the West. They're here for fake movie ideas. John, what have you got for me? Uh, should we start off with this? This all comes from what the flick podcast, which is funny because if you think about it. The L and the I together. Whoa, if you capitalise those word, those letters. We're in trouble here. You, you're getting in real trouble. So I sort of tongue-in-cheek requested that people, they get the um, the DCU slate and turn the whole of it into, into Dream Factory-style film ideas. So James Gunn last week sort of announced the beginning of the DCU, which is his version of sort of the DC Comics universe mm -hmm, uh, with mm -hmm. 10 sort of projects and... 
So what the flick have had a go at it all. So right, they've called it DCU wow. Chapter One: Gods and Monsters Inc. So all of the superheroes are either played by Michael Sully. Perfect. First, Superman Lego Sea of Thieves. <laughs> so that's Superman Legacy. It's like <laughs> it's like Lego Batman, but Superman is a pirate now. Would watch. Would one hundred percent watch. I don't. What know happens if- to his laser eye vision if he's wearing an eye patch? Does the does the other eye become more powerful? Mm. Or is it like a, a Cyclops thing where it, it actually just covers the laser and if he pulls nice. up... Um, That's good. So the second one is um, The Brave and the Bold, which is a Batman film. So The Brave and the Bulls, Elderly Justice League starts lawn bowling team. Very, very good. Because there's a thing called the Silver Pound, which I always feel is a bit sort of feels a bit offensive but the silver pound is this idea that actually old people going to the cinema is very sort of financially you know yeah next week the exotic marigold hotel hotel nine comes out yeah exactly for that very reason (laughs) yeah they seem to be the only ones really cashing in on this but yeah yeah (laughs) exotic marigold hotel is absolutely loving life um supergirl a woman called otto what's that called the woman of tomorrow so a woman called otto supergirl is a grump with a heart of gold whose life's changed by an unexpected friendship with Zod. I don't know a woman called Otto. I'm That's your man, Tom Hanks, a man called Otto. It's where he's a grumpy man. Okay. Tom it's Hanks. the new big film. It's the new big Tom Hanks film. I know it's difficult to imagine him as a grumpy man. There's um, a, a group called The Authority. So they've gone with The Authoritines, a group of violent high schoolers with superhero powers attempt to overthrow popular kids and get dates to prom. In the boys' universe, they're doing sort of a college for superheroes thing. So I'd imagine yeah. that's going to be doing that. Get out of my swamp thing. Shrek versus the <laughs> thing. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the best one. So, look, of all the DCU films, I'm not that, I feel like I'm not that invested in superhero films anymore. I watched Wakanda Forever yesterday. We'll talk about that in the post credits of this show. I feel like I'm not super invested in superhero films anymore. So it was Swamp Thing that really. Mm really got me quite excited because are they saying it's going to be like a horror kind of yeah and it's um based on the the run by alan moore which means if you know anything about comics would mean alan moore will fucking hate it oh he's gonna hate it so much do you you reckon they even bother calling him no i think at this point Uh, they just say yeah we're gonna use your ip sorry alan yeah we're doing it again and the last two i just want to highlight from here so there's one called paradise lost which is going to be the wonder woman does game of thrones prequel so they've gone with death in paradise loss quirky british detective solves crimes in hell and there's one called booster gold who is this like hapless comedy superhero who's very sort of popular with with comic fans so they've gone with booster mm-hmm. gold and i very good very very good do like the idea of that your man from my family solving crimes in hell because he's I death in paradise isn't he i is think he? he could do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think Death in Paradise is one of those, it's almost like Doctor Who insofar as sort of every series is a different comedy actor from the 90s. It's yeah. the new detective, but yes. Well, that's the whole thing about it, right? The Death in Paradise team contacts a British comedy actor and say, do you want to spend three months in the Bahamas? And they, that's as far as the conversation goes. Mm. They say yes. Of course they say yes. So they, they line up, you know, one of the leads from Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps. They already know it's accepted. You know when they talk about writing the role for an actor? Yeah. With this, they just, they're like, okay, next series, it's Nicholas Lindhurst. We don't need to contact him. We'll just send him the plane tickets to the Bahamas and he'll come and do it. And then they have a lovely time solving brutal murders every week. I'm fairly confident that that's... And no just- one watches it and it goes out on telly and it just keeps happening. It probably costs an absolute fortune to make. <laughs> 
There we B- go. You think it's like it's almost like a, a BBC sort of laundering laundering scheme where they're just basically letting their best Maybe advice go on holiday. It happens. It happens in the Cayman Islands. That's where all the Ooh. murders take place. I know mm. that um, Michael Caine. I'm going to get this story st- slightly wrong, so apologies. But it's Michael Caine was in like Jaws four or something, and apparently when they were like, oh, so what? What made you g- go for this role? And apparently yeah, he opened the script and it said, "Opens Hawaii," and he was like, "Yep, yeah, I'll do yeah. it." <laughs> There's a, I think he's, doesn't he say that it like paid for his house or something? There's a, there's an Adam Sandler one. Like in an acceptance speech, he talks about like one of the crap films he's made. And I think he's giving the speech. It's from the perspective of his daughters. And there's a line in it, like they're slagging one of his films and he's like, and it paid for this fucking house. You know, <laughs> I think there's a lot of that goes on. It must be, it's, people always talk about it in the context of footballers. And, you know, they're not staying loyal to a team and moving on. But like, for actors, it's a job as well, right? I bet sometimes the actor's like, ah, oh, fuck it. It'll probably be a crap film, but I'm getting paid a million dollars to make it. So Yeah, I, I'd imagine so. That I must think, happen, right? I think particularly more so even back in the day, whereas I think now that everyone's so worried about their brand reputation. But I'd imagine, yeah, back in the day, you do one crap film in a run of sort of four classics, you're fine. But do you think... You're like, same with adverts. Like, who's the, who the actor that did that, ad, that advert in China that um, Phil Wang did the the video of where he's eating it's like an advert for vitamins Tom Hiddleston Tom Hiddleston do you think Tom Hiddleston does that and thinks ah no one's going to see this in the UK or America I'll just make millions doing an ad for Centrum Vitamins but oh, now yeah, we're too like globalised for that to happen yeah well, I'm sure, it's an interesting like, thought John is George Clooney the face of Nespresso everywhere or is that just in Europe I think it's everywhere how much do you think he's made more money as the face of Nespresso than he has made hey, as a film fun actor? fact he's given away every penny that he's made for Nespresso to like humanitarian causes we've had this conversation before we're having deja vu Clooney's right. made no money out of coffee man Clooney's you know uh, well done could, you're a I good know. person yeah I know he's too handsome to be doing things that good um, how about this one from Elliot Autoglass Onion yep great love it so for our international listeners or listeners that I guess I don't know. Is Autoglass still a going concern? It, to me, it was enormous in the 90s because of the radio ad. They had a real monopoly on radio advertising. They wrote the perfect jingle. Autoglass repair, autoglass replace, bang, straight in. So I don't know. I actually have no context for whether Autoglass is... In my mind, it's like the biggest brand in England. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the UK's most successful company because they dominated the airwaves for so long. And... You know, commercial success is dictated by how good your slogan is. That's, that's a direct link. So, also glass onion, I guess. Hmm, Benoit Blanc is... surely has a window broken in his car and then has to solve a crime whilst that he's getting his window replaced. Right? He's in like yeah, he's in like a, a quick fit or something, and a murder takes place. Yeah, a guy's perfect. underneath the car tinkering and it falls on him. It looks like an accident. And it looks like an accident. But Benoit Blanc's there and he's never been in the presence of an accident. (laughs) (laughs) That is a line. That is a line that you could imagine being put in the script. I've Uh, never been in the presence of an accident. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, he has to solve a murder in a quick fit. And I'm not just talking about those bloody prices, John. (laughs) (laughs) How do you get on when you have to go and speak to a mechanic? Oh, I never do. That's not even happening. What do you mean? You just pull up and run away. I don't even drive, Joel. I have a license, but I don't drive, so don't have to. Because you're that scared of speaking to a mechanic. (laughs) That's my main concern, is the mechanic (laughs) interactions. We had, um, I was lucky enough to have some building work done recently. And yeah, when proper sort of proper men who know what they're doing talk to you and like an electrician, you're going like, is the, just so that I know when I hang things in the future, is the cabling going to go up or down and stuff? And they sort of managed to make you sound like a fucking idiot for asking normal questions. Yeah. Amazing. 
Fair play. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've, I've been stung a few times in a garage, so I would actually quite like Benoit Blanc there to put the record straight. Oh, that's fun. There's a bit at the beginning where like someone in front of him in the queue and the, the mechanic's saying like, well, this is going to, you know, doing the big intake of breath and saying, yeah, we're going to have to do this. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I think you'll find. Yes, Very I'm good. into it. What about this one from Stu? Rat Ratatouille. Ratatouille, but Linguini is also a rat. Rats? Ratatouille. So that chef who has a rat in his hat is yeah. also a rat. Right. So uh, a really big one? Hmm, I hadn't really thought that through, yeah, because I couldn't take the weight <laughs> of another human being on my head. <laughs> no. Mate, okay. Yes. Or is it just a series of increasingly smaller animals? No. So I it's like, like a it. human it's like a human with a chef dog on his head <laughs> who has a chef cat on his head, who has a chef rat on their head. And so on and so forth, until we get to like a single-celled chef amoeba who's Perfect. running the whole thing. I mean, the subject of this film and an alternate title for it makes me think of one of the best running gags in the film, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I don't want to spoil yep. for the few people who haven't seen that movie. Absolutely brilliant. So um, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it could be fun. Go through the whole zoo. But by the end of it, that elephant at the bottom of that tower of chefs is going to be exhausted. Yeah, sure. It will. But I think sort of buoyed by the fact it's the most revered chef on planet earth <laughs> and a tr a trunk's a pretty handy utensil in the kitchen is that the yes. elephant's only got one thing to chop and do stuff with that he's not got two tasks he's, he's he's grilling kebabs off his own tasks he's grilling kebabs off his own tasks you know fanning the flames with his trunk it's perfect <sighs> an elephant would make an amazing barbecue if we take that clip out of context it sort of sounds like you're advocating to eat rare and exotic animals <laughs> Don't knock it till you tried it. No, okay. do knock it before you've tried it. Yeah. Don't eat elephants. I think if we if you take anything away from this podcast episode. Please don't please eat elephants. Please don't eat elephants. Has anyone um Is that like you know Darwin famously, as well as sort of like discovering Are you about to say has anyone ever eaten an elephant? Yeah. It must That's be, a right? really good question. Because Darwin Yeah, well we were eating Willie Mammoths, right? But you and I weren't. No. But do people eat elephants? Because Darwin's obviously his legacy is the whole evolution thing. But actually one of his one of the famous things about him is he wanted to eat every single animal. He was trying yeah. his best to see if he could eat every animal. I mean, good luck to him. <laughs> yes, people do eat elephant meat. Has anyone got a sort of there, is there any sort of description, any comp comparison? What does elephant meat taste like? Mike, You're going on a list. I'm on a, I'm on a Google watch list. I'm on a watch list. <laughs> It's been described as unpleasant and peculiar. <laughs> okay, fine. What about this one from Nathan? Geppetto superstar. Nice. <laughs> so is <laughs> Geppetto's Pinocchio's creator, right? Dad, yep. And we're playing on Ghetto Superstar, right? So is he rapping? Is it a rap musical about Pinocchio? I'd watch that. I'd watch it. We're doing another Pinocchio remake, so let's get it made. <laughs> it, you're, in every sort You'd of be gutted. If you were the bloke out there now trying to get your um, <laughs> hip-hop Pinocchio film financed... <laughs> It's a nightmare because the, the Pinocchio Film Fund has never been lower. <laughs> they've given up, they've paid so much out in the last few years to two film versions and a video game with the story of Pinocchio. And you've spent maybe a decade perfecting your, you know, Hamilton meets Pinocchio <clears throat> script that you're so pleased with. And you're now shopping it around and they're just saying, there's no, it's going to be 50 years before you get this made. So there's just no, there's, there is not going to be demand for any more Pinocchio media until the year 2070. That's my prediction. We're at, we're literally at peak Pinocchio peak right now. Peak Pinocchio. Here we go. Yeah, I think it's over. And do you know how many of the Pinocchios I've consumed as of yet? I reckon it's the same as me. Zero.
It's zero. John, why is your nose growing as you say that? <laughs> You've watched all of them. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, how about this one from Tony? Bungle Cruise. Disney's Jungle Cruise, but Bungle from Rainbow is the captain of the ship. So Bungle, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is it ahead of our, is ahead? It's before our time. Yeah. <laughs> it's ahead it, of it's our before, time. It's ahead of our time. Bungle was, was a futuristic <laughs> spaceman from the 70s. Uh, yeah, Bungle, it's Bungle and Zippy. I think Bungle's the hippo. Bear. Oh yeah, that's it. No, you're right. I think he's ha- a big hippo character, isn't he? Have people ever eaten Bungle meats? <laughs> is my next Google what search. What Bungle taste like? <laughs> <laughs> is there, was there a Jungle Cruise film? Did it ever happen? Yeah. It's no, got Jake Whitehall in it. Jake Whitehall? What am I talking about? It's got Jack Whitehall It's got Jack Whitehall, Whitehall it. and it's got The Rock and it's got someone And else. that came out. That exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a film that, that exists. Might have less, that might have the smallest cultural imprint of anything Disney have ever released. I believe that it wasn't assisted by the fact that I think it sort of was one of the pandemic movies that they rushed onto streaming pretty quickly because people weren't going okay. to the cinema. But okay. yeah, I would say The Rock is having a bad time. Our king... The, the mascot of this podcast is sort of having a poor time when it comes to franchises, apart from has Jumanji. The Rock, has The Rock lost it? Is it a case that only one wrestling superstar can exist at any one time and Dave Bautista has taken the crown? But Bautista's sort of like, not art house, but he's like a, an actor's actor rather than a superstar. True, very true. Yes, oh, but I was saying- You think The Rock's lost the, You think the- I say it quietly, man, because I feel like he could crush your head with his, you know, two things, with sort of- Thumb and forefinger, but I think if you invested him? in The Rock a few years ago, you your your stocks would be. You should have cashed out a few years back. Yeah. Yes, but if you invest now, you might you might be onto a winner. So oh, what I'm saying is, move all of your stocks into The Rock right now because you never know. He might have a good 2024. <laughs> I'm going to read out some upcoming projects, and you're going to cash out those shares quicker <laughs> than you you can say Jumanji three, San Andreas two, <laughs> which is outrageous that's been made the disaster movie San Andreas that no one's seen that I reckon probably came out oh it came out 14 years ago no it came out about 9 years ago I went with um, me and a friend a friend of a mutual friend of us 8 years ago went to 8 years ago went to the premiere at Leicester Square (laughs) 
<laughs> That's really fun. Well, you, hopefully you get invited back for the sequel. Um, <laughs> Jungle Cruise 2. Crikey, sequels. Untitled Red Notice sequel. I don't know what that is, but he's in the sequel. He is uh, working on a film. He's working on a Christmas film right now with um, oh, the guy from Whiplash playing Santa for Netflix. A big Christmas movie. Oh, man. I think, uh, I think you might be right. I think The Rock's floundering. Uh, he, There's some sort I of superhero movie put, called Doc Savage. What? I put. I think The Rock put all of his chips in the Black Adam basket, and that has worked out badly for him. It's worked out really badly. This is it's bad news. Right. I think we need to stop analysing The Rock's career and do another pun-based movie idea. Okay. Here's one from me. Nope. Here's one from Theo via me. I'm saying it, is what I'm trying to You're say. You're the conduit. Tarpaulin, which is a pun on the Kate Blanchett film, Tar, Tor. I think it's just yeah. Tar, isn't it? I know it's got an accent mm. on the A, which always throws you. It scares me. Tarpaulin. Right, so, uh, uh, have you seen it, Tar? Are we both no. ignorant? Fine. So I know that she's playing like a, a conductor, a big mm-hmm. conductor. So what would, like, is she like an experimental musician now who's working with Tarpaulin to make sounds? That's good. She becomes a hit tarpa- hit tarpaulin artist. I like that. A hit tarpaulin artist. Uh, what? In the world of tarpaulin music, how many streams do you need to be getting to be a hit in that world? Well, the good, uh, well, ironically, tarpaulin and streams go hand in hand because it is a waterproof material. Very true. I think, I think she performs exclusively in streams and that's where you go and see her concerts. It feels like something Bjork might do. Like Bjork's next album is all recorded on tarpaulin on various bodies of water. It sounds pretty great. Do you own any tarpaulin? If I, if I was like Joel and need some tarp, how, how long um, would it take? No, but I've got relatives that can get you some tarpaulin pretty quick. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I feel like... When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I really, I really wanted a pond. Oh, yeah. And at my nan and granddad's house, in like a hidden section of the garden, I dug a really big hole and lined it with tarpaulin and then started filling it up with a hose, thinking that constituted a pond. But it, there's loads more to it than that, John. I, I think f- for a kid to have gone through that, that's, pr- I, you know, I'm not disrespecting your lack of knowledge past that point because I think that if someone asked me sight unseen, I would do some research. Now, but if someone asked me sight unseen, what's the easiest way to quickly make a pond? I would have thought that's it. Just <laughs> if do I should, well, someone ran up to you in the street and said, <laughs> quick, what, what's the <laughs> easiest and quickest way to make a pond? <laughs> <laughs> Just come with me. <laughs> I feel oh. like you know, we were talking about sort of, you know, car mechanics and builders and stuff. I feel like you're a real man if you have tarpaulin to hand. Mm, mm-hmm. If you're, I thought you were going to say the three manliest men that I'm afraid to talk to are mechanics, electricians, and Alan Titchmarsh. <laughs> hey, John, should we do our own movie yes, ideas? Yes, please. Here's one from me. Garfield of Dreams. Perfect. When a farmer in Iowa, played by Kevin Costner, hears a mysterious voice one night in his sleep saying, if you cook lasagna, he will come. <laughs> He feels the need to act. Despite being called a lunatic, he builds a lasagna the size of Wembley Stadium in the hopes of luring everyone's favourite orange cats. Oh, and there's a lovely reference to that weird meme that went round at the beginning of the lockdown. There we go. What about this one from me? Beauty and the Beast. He cures her blindness. She cures his loneliness. I said Beauty and the Beast, didn't I? I've missed the whole thing. No idea what the pun was. Uh, Say it again. 
Say it again. It's obviously Beauty and the Mr. Beast, isn't it? Beauty and the Mr. Beast. Oh, well God. Done. We're not really recording that. That's that's how it goes out to the world. I'm so yeah. sorry. I sort of looked at John to be like, come on, yeah. where's the next bit? It was about <laughs> Mr. Beast and his Mr. Beast. That's connection. really good. It's Thank really you. good. Beauty and Mr. Beast. That's really nice. Yeah. And and like well the, the, all the posters are like those YouTube sort of icons where they're like, <laughs> doing weird faces. <laughs> that, it, I, I would love it if people started doing movie posters in the start of YouTube thumbnails. That's a great idea. Hey, go. if we can be asked, we'll do it. Some great ideas this week, John. I don't know if you can I hurry really up and pick a favourite because The Rock's coming and he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty unhappy about how how we've kind of thrown him in the mud for the next three years. I think we give it career. to What The Flick because they came up, they sent us 10 ideas. Hey, and go and listen to What The Flick podcast once you've listened to every single episode of Dream Factory 10 times. Cheers, guys. Hey, well done, John. Hello, wait, yeah, wait, hey, who? Monday. I like those things you said. Have you got any Thank pop you. culture stories? Have you experienced anything? The Last mm. of Us continues to be brilliant. I cried yeah, last week. I feel like we sort of went through quite a lot last week. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is on Disney Plus as of as of last Wednesday, so I watched it, it's boring. Okay. <laughs> it is great review it feels like it goes on for fucking ever it's so long there's so much chat just chatting in it Uh, but then I don't know what I want John because I hate when there's too much action in those films what do I want every time there's an action sequence I'm like okay give me when should I go get make a tea give me some more chat and then they're chatting about like some herb and I think (laughs) oh just punch each other (laughs) I don't know what I want I don't know what I want. You're so right. The action starts. I'm like, oh, here we go. More of the same. Why can't we just have some interesting, you know, ideas in this? They try and present an interesting idea. I think, oh, for fuck's sake, show me the big spears again. I don't know what I want. What about I'm Not a Monster Series 2? The BBC podcast is about Shemima Begman. I've heard it's good. I'm going to listen. I'm enjoying it. If enjoying is the right word for that. But yeah, no, it's, it's really good. But yeah, we did a lot. And I've bought, do you know, so James Gunn put out his plan for the dcu for the next 10 years or at least some of the main pillars and as a result i bought a few comics off the back of it nice because they're all selling out yeah which is really cool that's cool yeah exactly it's really nice that that's happening it's weird i've never sort of invested in marvel i've got a few marvel comics but i've never been like oh i like the mcu i'm gonna get into the comics but for some reason for this i've decided yeah i've got like an issue like a one of the authority and I've got the um, super girl maybe, one that's, maybe because it feels like you're getting it on the ground floor I know? think that's what it is but yeah like you say it's really cool that like there's a lot of stuff in the world of Marvel where people have criticised them for they're basically not remunerating their comics creators enough yeah. for the IP that they ba- effectively took a lot of the time mm-hmm. you know frame for frame they nick it from the comics yeah um, so if, I don't know how you know what the James Gunn deal is, but at least if all these comics are selling out, it means that they are getting some extra money from it. Yeah, yeah, that's so, yeah. cool. Well done, them, and that, well done you, John, and well done you, Joel, and well done you, the listener, for making it this far. Joel was stood we'll up. Joel was stood up. Did you think he had a stand-up energy from from his yeah. uh, performance today? Let us know. Did he sound stood up? Did I sound stood up? And next week we're going to let you try and guess the position <laughs> I'm in while I'm recording. So look forward to that next Tuesday. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.